J.D. Cunigan is known for his unique writing style, a mixture of murder mystery and superhero epic that introduces the reader to his comic book-inspired storytelling and fast-paced prose. A 2006 graduate of Old Dominion University, Cunigan has an extensive background in journalism, a lengthy career in media relations, and a lifelong love for writing. Cunigan lives in Hampton, Virginia, and next to books, his big passion in life is auto racing. When not hunched in front of a keyboard or with his nose stuck in a book, Cunigan can probably be found at a racetrack or watching a race on TV. JD, what made you want to live a more creative life? As far back as I can remember, I've always been creative. Even before I started writing, I was spending so much of my spare time just doodling on any piece of paper I could find, drawing on anything I could find. The art hasn't been quite as good to me the older I've gotten, probably because I made the mistake of wanting to study art when I was in college, but I didn't go to an art school. So two years into college, I decided art really wasn't for me anymore. But even going as far back as middle school, I've always written stories and created my own characters. And it, it just got to the point where writing and creative became such a part of me that I'm at the point now where if I stopped writing, I really wouldn't know what to do with myself. Writing and being a writer is so much of my own personal identity that if you take that away from me, I'm not really sure who or what I am. Do you plan your projects in detail or go with the flow? And why did you make that your process? I do a little bit of both. When I first started writing for publication, I was very much a pantser. I would have a very thin idea of what I wanted, as in, this book will be about X. And then I would just write from there. But as I got deeper and deeper into the Jill Anderson series, my murder mystery superhero thriller series, it became very apparent to me that in order to keep continuity in check and making sure I wasn't contradicting myself from one book to the next, I had to have some semblance of a plan going in. I've never been a big outliner because if I, every time I would try to outline a book, it would take the fun out of writing said book. It, it felt very much paint by numbers. You go from point A to point B to point C to point D. And that took a lot of the fun and the spontaneity out of writing. But once I realized I couldn't just fly by the seat of my pants anymore, I discovered a book written by Libby Hawker called Take Off Your Pants. It's a book tailored to getting pantsers to outline. And it was an outlining process that gave me a roadmap for where I wanted my story to go. But it still left me enough wiggle room so that if the story took me in a direction I wasn't expecting or a character made a decision that I wasn't planning on them making, I wasn't completely lost and, and, and the story was still salvageable. So I'm at the point now where I give myself a little bit of a roadmap going in, but I leave myself some wiggle room just in case, you know, I happen to be in the forest and I take a wrong turn or I see something shiny over to the left and I take a little bit of a detour. 
Do you currently have another job? And what are the pluses and minuses about that? I do have a day job. I'm, I'm actually doing this interview on my way home from said day job. And it, it, it's good. It's good in the sense that A, it pays me well enough that it allows me to invest in my writing career. I don't have to put projects off because I can't afford, you know, to hire a cover artist or to pay an editor or something like that. I can pay all the bills I need to pay and I can make the investments I need to make in my creative work. It's also good in the sense that my writing, my, my day job also involves writing. It's not a creative writing, but those are still the same mental and physical muscles that I would apply when I am doing my creative work. So it's good in that sense. Um, obviously, the, the one drawback is the amount of time that my day job takes up. Going into the office a couple of days a week, working from, you know, say 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., that is time that takes away from my creative work. But one of the silver linings of the pandemic is, is the fact that I'm not in the office as much as I normally would be. So I do have more time to devote to my creative work than I would if things were normal and I was having to go in for the full hours Monday through Friday and all of that. But uh, there, there are positives and drawbacks. Um, I, I do think there are more positives than negatives, though. What is something no one else knows about you that you wish other people knew and appreciated? I wouldn't say nobody knows this about me, because if you follow me on Twitter, there, there is um, the, the, the warning signs, so to speak, are there. But um, next to writing and being creative, my big passion in life is uh, motorsports, auto racing, not not as a competitor, you'll, you'll, you'll never see me climb into a car with the intent of going as fast as humanly possible. But I've been a fan of motorsports throughout my entire life. Uh, when I was a kid, I was big into Indy cars and Formula One, just because I thought those things looked cool. They, they looked more like spaceships than they did cars. And, you know, seven, eight years old, I thought that was just the coolest thing in the world. Um, as I got older, I get more of an appreciation for drag racing, sports car racing, NASCAR, um, things like that. NASCAR is my preferred form of motorsports. But, you know, if, if there's a race on TV, I, I'm, I'm watching it because the, the adrenaline that comes with a, a horde of cars going by me at almost 200 miles an hour. It, it's not something that I can adequately describe with words. It's the sort of thing that needs to be experienced to be truly appreciated. Uh, it's something that takes up all five of your senses. You, you taste it, you smell it, you see it, you feel it. When, when the cars go by me at speed when I'm at the racetrack, I feel the vibration in my ribcage. I can feel it in my chest. It is a literal physical sensation. And e even though I haven't really found a way to marry the writing with the, with the motorsports yet, the, the, racing is something that I'm just as passionate about as I am about my own creative work. 
What are your favorite inspiration prompts, productivity tools, or creative routines? Not so much routines or prompts, but I've, I've found that the more time I devote to reading, the better and more productive I become as a writer. Um, actually, it's, it's funny you bring that up. I literally just released my next book last Tuesday, the 12th. It's, it's my first nonfiction book. It's called The Art of Reading, and it's where I make the argument for how important reading is as a tool for writing. And, and it, it's really based on, like I just said, the fact that the more I read, the more productive I am at the keyboard and the better the stuff I write is. Um, it, it's, it's, no, it's no coincidence that every time I'm struggling with my writing, it coincides with the fact that I'm, I'm not doing a whole lot of reading, whether it's I don't have time for it, I don't have the energy for it, I don't know what I want to read next, whatever it is. I, I find that even if I only sit down and read a chapter a day, say, for instance, I'm going into the office today, I take a book with me, and I read a couple of chapters while I'm on my lunch break. Even doing that keeps the creative juices flowing to the point where when I get home at the end of the day, even if I'm tired or exhausted, I'm still able to put words down on, on the page. I'm still able to, you know, you know, my goal for today is write a chapter in this particular work in progress I'm doing. And it gives me the, the creative oomph to do that. I liken creativity to a bank account in, in a certain way, which is, Whenever you make something creatively, whether you're a writer, you're an artist, or you're a photographer, you're making a withdrawal. And eventually, if all you're doing is making withdrawals, you run out of your creative reserves. So my argument is, as a writer, when I'm reading, I'm putting deposits back into that bank account. So you need to do both. You need to make deposits and withdrawals. To, to be your most successful as a writer, and I, and, I, and I define success in this context as your most productive, when you're putting the most words on the page and when you're telling the stories you want to tell, rather than just letting them sit there and you're thinking about writing, but you're not actually doing it. So that was the impetus behind writing The Art of Reading, which just came out last Tuesday. I will have to put a link to that in the show notes. And I definitely agree. I don't make reading time. I know I'm in trouble with all sorts of things and I'm cranky. Um, and I prefer, yeah, I, 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 I like to read in all sorts of different genres, not necessarily the ones I write in because it's interesting to see amen. what's going on in other things. I just finished something completely different for me. Southern Gothic debutante murder mysteries. Who did not something I really expected to pick up at the library, but I did, and they were really fun. It has nothing to do with what I write. I write science fiction, worlds away. But oh yeah, it, it was good to read something yeah. completely different. I find whether what I'm reading is similar to what I'm writing or not, it, I still get the benefits of it. I've been reading a lot of nonfiction lately. And, and that and that benefits me just as much as if I were reading something 
you know, that's in the genre that I typically write. I, I see, I see a lot of people, and I see this a lot on social media. People try to make the argument that they can be a good and successful writer without reading because, for, you know, they've got it in their head. They don't like to read or they don't want to put in the time or whatever. And, and I'm sure there's somebody out there who, who can show me that, yes, they are a successful writer and they don't read, but I would think they're the exception rather than the rule. And, and just to tell people, I'm not alone in this argument. Stephen King, in his book on writing, has that famous quote, if you don't have the time to read, you don't have the time or the tools to be a writer. And I figure somebody as, as prolific as Stephen King, you know, take take his sales out of the equation. Just take into account how productive he is, how often he writes, how many books he has. And I think somebody like him making that argument, I, I think that's the only argument that really needs to be made, quite frankly. What three things do you wish you had known earlier in your creative journey? Number one. Do not neglect the cover. Do not neglect the cover. Do not neglect the cover. When I first published Bounty back in 2015, my debut novel, the cover was the absolute last thing I did. I put it together using the Create Space pre-made cover module. It looked terrible. It had nothing to do with the book. And the launch of the book suffered for it. I wish I knew then what I know now as far as how important the cover is. Because I think it would have saved me a lot of headache. But number one is definitely do not neglect the cover. Uh, number two is have your marketing plan in place before the book comes out. This is another one of those things I wish I had known before I published Bounty. Um, it has served me well in all of my subsequent book releases, but not having that knowledge before hitting publish on my first book was really, it, it really put me behind the eight ball. And number three is to seek out the, the indie writing community beforehand. This is, kind, this is kind of in concert with item number two. But really, one of the best things about being a part of the indie writing community has been just how willing everyone is to help you. Whether it's, you know, I've got this great editor who doesn't charge an arm and a leg, or, oh, I like this, I like this cover you did for this book. Who did that cover? Just that community uh, of people who are willing to help you and willing to support you, even even if they don't buy your book, that support in that community is honestly one of the reasons I love being an indie author so much, and and one of the reasons I'm really steadfast in sticking with the self-publishing model, even though the traditional model may be in some ways more lucrative and easier. Just having that community of self-published and independently published authors, I think, makes it more than worthwhile, no matter what struggles I may have from a, from a marketing and sales standpoint, 
with my work. I just love being a part of that community and I wouldn't give it up for anything. What is the latest tool or resource you've discovered? Mm. That is a good one. I guess the, the closest answer I have is, would be um, Scrivener. Um, I use Scrivener for all of my writing simply because the organizational tools it affords me have been a godsend when, 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 when trying to write one of my books. It, instead of keeping my manuscript in a word file and, and trying to navigate chapters and sections that way, find that doing that through Scrivener is much easier and, and, it, and it even makes the, the revision and editing phase a, a lot easier. So Scrivener is not a recent discovery on my part. I've been using it since before I was even published. But I, I think that's the one tool or resource that has really helped me the most in terms of, of my writing career. It is a pretty amazing toolbox to have at your disposal. I, 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 I don't think I could do what I do without it. What project or message do you want to tell listeners about today? I don't really have anything to plug. I've already mentioned my latest release, The Art of Reading. But I, I really want to just give a message to, to my fellow creatives out there, whether, whether you're a writer or, or an artist or a painter or a photographer. I, I understand these last 10 months have been really hard on all of us, um, harder on some of us more than others. And, and I know there are a lot of creative people who feel like there, there's been, you know, you've got a lot more time on your hands and that should automatically mean you're as productive as you've ever been, if not more so. But I, I, I want other creatives to understand it's, it's okay if you've been so emotionally fraught throughout the pandemic that you haven't been able to write or draw or paint as, as much as you feel like you should. Just because you have the time to do something doesn't necessarily mean you have the energy to do it. And that's okay because we're going through a very difficult time right now. All of us are. And it, it's, it's okay if your response to that is to take some time away from your creative endeavors. And, and you know, some people have responded to the pandemic by creating more. And if, if that's the way they deal with that, then that's great. But don't let that make you feel bad if you're not one of those people. If your response to the stress of the past 10 months has been to create less instead of more, that's perfectly valid and that's okay. And that doesn't make you any less of a creative or any less of a person because you're not using the time to create the way you feel like you should be. Different people respond to situations like this in different ways. And if you're finding yourself unable to 
clear your mind enough that you can create something, then that's fine and that's valid and you shouldn't get down on yourself because of that. A lot of us have never dealt with anything like this before. And, and I consider myself one of the more fortunate ones because I am still employed. Um, to this point, I don't know anybody personally who has been adversely affected by this virus. But even I have found times where it, it's been a struggle to, to write something on a given day just because things have been so stressful. And it, it's, it's okay to give yourself that space, to give yourself that time to process what it is we're going through not just as a country, but throughout the world. And to react to that by creating less is just as valid as reacting to it by creating more. And, and I think we should all go easier on ourselves over the ways we individually handle what's going on right now. Because there, there's no playbook for this. There's, there's no roadmap that tells you how to deal with being in lockdown for almost a year, for having your way of life and your daily routine upended for almost a year. There's no one, one right or wrong way to deal with it. We all deal with it in our own ways. So I, 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 just, I just want everybody to be, be patient with yourself be forgiving with yourself and go easy on yourself. You don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. We're just getting through this as best we can. And if your way of doing that involves creating more, that's great. Keep doing what you're doing. But if your way of dealing with it means you just sit there and the words or the images aren't coming, that's okay too. Don't don't get down on yourself because of some rule that you made up for yourself. It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And there's going to come a day where we're going to be on the other side of this and then you can create whatever it is you want to your heart's content and we'll all be better off for it. I think these are good words to keep in mind as we are still trying to figure out when this is going to end. Well, JJ, thank you so much for coming on the show with me today. Thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to Pants On or Off, all about creators and the creative process. If you'd like to suggest a guest for a future show, please drop by ellenwynbooks.com forward slash guests. Now, go out there and make something fantastic. <laughs>